0: to Kansas QB, a podcast about growing up in rural Kansas, hosted by two former high school quarterbacks.
1: And now, here are your manly hosts, Steve
0: Jewell and Tyler Martin. yee Growing up in the cornfields of the Sunflower State, we were inseparable. Brothers from different mothers, who also happened to be sisters, our moms, not us. Decades later, he's in Iowa, and I'm in Missouri, but we'll always have Kansas, and we'll always be the QB. Howdy folks and welcome to the show. I'm Steve. He's Tyler. And we had so much fun with the last podcast that we decided to do it a second time. This episode is entitled Marks of Midway. So hey Tyler, how are you doing today?
1: Doing great, Steve. How are you?
0: I'm pretty good. I mean, considering I get to hang out with you and we've come up with a (laughs) two- I know, like like two days in a row. Yeah. I don't I don't know if we can keep this going or not, because here's the thing, here's the thing. We've decided we're gonna do this podcast uh three days per per week isn't that what we decided and, yes yeah okay three episodes and a week, and we're shooting for 15 minutes per episode today's is going to be long i'm just going to tell you everybody out there right now it's going to be a little bit long of course you probably already knew that because you can see how long it's going to be also we are very busy tyler is you're just starting football season right um remind the folks week one, one is this league. week
1: yeah i'm football coach i'm a full-time college football coach so we are getting ready to kick off this week um busy time of the year
0: yeah and so and what, what's your position there again
1: uh, special teams coordinator, and I coach the defensive backs.
0: So, a special teams coordinator in the NFL—that's the guy that gets hired for head coach a lot of times because of everything. I, I just that's what I've noticed. So, yeah, so a future they head get coach. Fired.
1: they fired. Yeah, they, they and then they get fired for the for the offensive, the young offensive guy. Now,
0: that's right, that's right. So, uh, that's what Tom said. That's why he's busy. I have two jobs. I'm a full time teacher and coach uh, my you know my kids' teams. I also, both of us, husbands, fathers, and then I also have another job, Jewel Media, where I do videos and pictures and graphic design to try and pay the bills and be able to afford to send my kids to the school that I work at. So uh, <laughs> so we are busy. So obviously we got to make these things fast and try to keep on 15 minutes, no editing. Um, that's why these are basically live. Um, but Tyler, can you tell the folks at home why this podcast may only make it to episode three?
1: Well, it may only make it to episode three because we're going to record three before we, we release any. And thus far, we have not told our wives about this. No. So no as soon as as soon as it comes Never out, do that. It, it's easier to ask for permission than forgiveness. No, that was wrong. It's easier to ask for, for, for forgiveness than permission.
0: That's what we're doing here, because we want to show them that we can do this and not take up you know a whole lot of extra time, just a little time after school, a little time before practice. You don't have to take up any family time. So yeah, so we might only have two episodes left, but so let's enjoy what we've got right now. And Tyler, Absolutely. I think there's a chance that our wives fall more in love with us once they realize that their manly husbands are also podcasters, because that's remember. are world-famous podcasters. Absolutely. All right, so I think that leads us into our first exciting segment. Broken news. All right, folks. As we like to say, if it ain't broken, it ain't news. Breaking news is for tryhards, and we no longer have the stamina for that kind of effort. So we take stories that have already been broke or broken and share them with the folks at home who maybe have or maybe haven't heard about them. Have you heard about this, Tyler? This is a a new story. It's a little bit old. Um, It's entitled Longtime Area Coaches Calling It Quits. And it focuses on several coaches, uh, memorable coaches that were calling it quits at that time. This article dates back to May of 2011. So only, this one's only 11 years old. Uh, but we Mark have, Martin, have,
1: have you heard have of this We one guy? kid older than that, yeah. We have yes. one kid older than this new story. Well,
0: well good for you, because I have zero uh, kids that are older than this new story. And I've got four kids. Uh, Mark Martin, have you heard of this man? Yeah, uh,
1: rings a bell. Uh, actually, you know what? I think I've spent some time with him. Uh, yes. 18 years, we were pretty close right and then we're we're, we're we're still close i guess i was gonna say I just, wow i just You're i just, I just lived with him about. for 18 years yeah yeah bring it well this article <laughs> yeah it's my dad
0: it's my dad yeah that's your dad it's your dad yeah. long-time area yeah. coaches is calling it quits and i don't know if you had a chance if you had, i think i sent you the yeah. article but yeah um,
1: i i yep i've read it uh it was fun to go back and, and reread it i remember when it came out
0: so but i'm a little bit frustrated that he was so far down the list because he was way more legendary than all those other coaches but um, well, it, it just it basically just talks about how uh, he still wakes up in the middle of the night with a plane in his head, uh, where he's going to run, run the ball, he's going to pass the ball, then goes on to talk about how um, uh, it is not, enough to make Martin think twice about staying on as, as football coach at Dolphin West. Dolphin West, I thought he was the midway football coach. What happened there?
1: well actually it was just midway for one more year after i graduated and then they for a while they, uh, they they co-opted um with highland and then they eventually consolidated with highland who at the, when we were going through school if you remember There, there were some rivalries there like oh yeah little league um Mm -hmm. summer sports yeah we didn't we didn't really like them i mean they dated our girls i bumped our our guys dated their girls yeah it wasn't fun
0: yeah i bumped into chad simpson the other day and i just pushed him over from behind you know (laughs) just (laughs) <laughs> anyway, continue. So, so yeah, uh, your dad, Donovan West, after mid yeah, like, Donovan. West, so, so he continued
1: coaching at Donovan West, um, and and took actually took them to the playoffs. They got their first playoff win when he was coaching with them. They had a, a fun group of kids that came through, and I got mm-hmm. to know them. I was still a young coach at the time, uh, but yeah, that was it was good times. And then you know, towards the end, and. I was having children by that time. My sister had kids. They, they were ready to kind of be grandparents, and he thought he wanted to slow down. And then your dad talked him kind of out of retirement uh, <laughs> on the other side of the river. but yeah, yeah no, he had a, they, they had some good run there.
0: Well, give us some highlights, uh, focusing particularly on his eight man days because the- I know you've moved on to 11 man now, but we are at heart, eight man football guys and i'm not going to allow you to contradict that because uh we grew up in kansas where eight-man football was really cool so uh give us some highlights from his career
1: yeah so my dad jumped in as the head coach when your dad stepped away for a while to to pursue other uh, sports ventures uh we should say and from um he was there for 18 years as the head coach at midway before it turned into donovan west and in 18 years had 133 wins 49 losses They, uh, four state championships. That's one that you kind of want to lead with four state championships, one state Mm -hmm. runner up, um, lots of good teams, lots of good players. And from a community that was as small as ours to have that type of run for that extended period was, was something pretty awesome. It's crazy. Yeah, it was, it was, it was crazy. I tell you, I dived back into Mark Martin as a coach, uh, last year looking up some stuff and I didn't realize he was the he, he coached the cross country team in 1982 and they were state runners <laughs> up <laughs> you
0: gotta put that on the resume yeah exactly now, how do you do that no, to coach football it's the same season
1: I, I, well your dad was the head coach football head head football coach i'm guessing that it gave him like an extra 250 bucks or something yeah they gave so, him some extra money that's yeah mr leatherman talked him into doing that for a year
0: <laughs> oh man uh, legendary career to be sure and uh plenty of legendary players coming out of there to play college you know, that uh played for your dad, leader of men for sure. Uh my yeah. dad, we I don't have an article for him, though I mean there are they are out there, but you know, we just had the one Look, new story. You know. The, my,
1: well, it, Missouri Missouri eight man football at the time wasn't as widely accepted uh, over there as, as Kansas eight man football was. Yeah. And it was it's kind of a big now. deal when it is, it is. It's and and it is in Iowa now too. Um mm-hmm. but it was it was kind of a big deal when when they when they stepped away. One when your dad stepped away, and then when my dad stepped away in Kansas, they were very well respected. That's my favorite sure. part of that article. Is yeah. it references the Midway offense that yeah. your dad actually started, and um, it was, it's legendary, like across the country, yeah. eight man.
0: Well, and it's funny because I came across another article that I also sent to you, and it talks about a completely different coach from a completely different place who came across that. And your dad's offense and and kind of adapted it and how they had this big, long run and gave our dad's credit for it, you know, and talked about how dad got it originally from the coach he got from an adapted freight man. So that is a fun story. And we're going to dive into the Midway offense in a later podcast, if there is a later podcast. Um, but moving on to my dad, um, is, as you mentioned, Tyler, he went across the river, St. Joseph Christian School. St. Joseph is literally right on the river. So we still were able to live in Kansas and go over to St. Joe Christian. We're going to have a podcast about that too, if we have time about how we uh, uh, went over there. But at St. Joe Christian, we were the 2006 state champs. We're still the only school in St. Joseph, Missouri, that has won a state championship. We are also runners up in 2004, 2008, 2009, 2010, with a record of 128 and 51. And this is after uh, he left Kansas where as we mentioned, Dad started the program back in. Uh, we didn't start the program. He took the program over in like '78. He was he was eleven man for uh, several years. Won zero games his first year as a head coach, and then by 1981, so it was his four years after he started um, at Midway. They were now eight man, and he won his first state championship. So he won the state championship '81, '82, and '84 and '85. So like your dad, four state championships, and uh, with a record well, of. Go
1: ahead. It was it was cool because they went. 81, 82, mm-hmm. 84, 85, 86, 87, 88. That's pretty good. Like
0: that's a run. And can I can I just point out that that my older brother Kevin, who is not competitive with me at all, we've <laughs> been we've been like, I I mean, we're talking about how you and I are best friends. My brother and Kevin and I have been best friends since we came coming out of the womb also and, and he's been so supportive for the years. And no, not the same time. I, I have pointed out to him before that the year of his birth is the year they didn't win. <laughs> so I don't know if he wasn't inspiring Multiple enough times, but 1983 uh, didn't win that year. But uh, yeah, also they winning.
1: didn't, they did not win in 81 when my sister was born. So it's really just us that are the cool kids.
0: We are the cool kids. I had them winning in 81. Um, so, so maybe, maybe, maybe I got that one wrong, but, but we do know they won a lot of times uh, his record. Now check out this record. 58 and four was his Kansas record uh, during that time, which is not too bad. So that's um, incredible. Also Kansas coach of the year. I know your dad was too, uh, but the year couple that dad times. was a couple times, uh, the year dad was Kansas coach of the year. He got his picture taken with uh, Jamie Mueller who played fullback for the Buffalo bills. Hang on for episode three, where we talk more about Jamie Mueller's time in the NFL, <laughs> uh, but also uh, Barry Sanders. And so dad met Barry Sanders dad at this event and actually continued to uh, chit chat with him. So that's a fun little, uh, uh little tidbit about my dad. He, uh, was friends with Barry Sanders' dad. No big deal.
1: Just Barry Sanders. Fun, fun fact because of, I think, because of your dad's relationship with Barry Sanders' dad, uh, I think it was Sunrise Christian Academy in Wichita mm-hmm. started an eight man program. And we you'd already left, mm-hmm. but we played Sunrise Christian Academy, and Barry Sanders' brother was the head coach.
0: Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I know they're from Wichita. So, all right. Well, hey, there it is. A little bit about our dads uh, from that news story. Also, um, I think it needs to be mentioned. Uh, who, can you think of any coaches that aren't in the Kansas Football Hall of Fame that should be? Uh, I can think of two, Steve. I, I can also talking, think of
1: two. We're talking, about, about, them right, this. talking yeah. about them right now. Yeah. Uh, that, that is, that, hopefully that will soon be remedied. That, that's, in,
0: that's in the works. As that's it should be. All right, yeah. and we'll be reporting on that, not in broken news, but breaking news when it happens. <laughs> New seven. New seven. The things we remember. All right, Tyler, we are getting older, and we have already forgotten more than we ever knew. But some memories still cling to our brain parts, like Tyler to the back of his trick pony trigger. Tyler and I have put together a list. This list includes memories from our time growing up in Kansas. Most involve both of us, while some will at least be familiar to both of us. In the Broken News segment uh, we, that we just completed, we learned that Mark Martin retired in 2011. My dad retired from coaching in Kansas in 1998, and then retired from coaching at St. Joseph Christian School in 2017. After a Hall of Fame career, Tyler, you were coached by your dad your entire life. What was that like?
1: Um, it, well, you were also coached by your dad your entire life. So you <laughs> and your you, dad, you, you have a, a, yeah. And I was coached by your dad as well. I can't remember a, from the time that we started baseball in kindergarten mm-hmm. and through then basketball all the way through junior high, which they were both coaches of junior high basketball, by the way. Um, we didn't have a different coach for a long, long time.
0: I can only think and, of one
1: uh, George, Ross. George, <laughs> well, George Ross. George Ross.
0: Yeah, that happened. <laughs> that happened. I was thinking uh, George Jones and, and David Spangler at junior high. Oh,
1: that's, yeah, junior high football. But even our dads came back down when we got into junior high, when Kevin got into junior high to actually kind of help out with that because that class uh-huh. was coming through. We'll yeah. talk about that. They more were here.
0: That's its own yeah. podcast.
1: Yes. Um, but no, my, being coached by your dad is um, – and, and especially being the quarterback mm-hmm. from early on, uh, getting the reins kind of handed to you. There was there was a lot to prove, I think, to the community that mm-hmm. it wasn't just uh, a whole bunch of nepotism going on, <laughs> that we got the opportunity to, to, to play the position that we played. But uh, I, I can tell you right now, and both of our dads will agree, they were harder on us than they were on anybody else. <laughs> a- and it was – yeah, you couldn't in a good way, but you couldn't you, you couldn't have a bad practice and then just go home and everything's okay. Like No, the that coach carried, goes home with you. That that carried over to home. And there I remember there was a lot of quiet truck rides, <laughs> quiet suppers. Uh Nancy knew to maybe let things cool off for a little bit. But I tell you, even even during those times, he and just the people that they are and the, the kind of guy my dad is, it didn't really there was never anything festering. There was everything. Like he, he was, as you know, he's kind of open and, and honest with the way mm-hmm. things are going. But I had a lot of fun. It was, um, in, uh, my junior year when we won the state championship. Th- having that feeling of hugging your dad after winning, like the ultimate, like that one was, like I maybe the first time that I like emotionally, sports got to me. Like this is pretty cool what we're doing right now, uh, but all the lead up to that, there was a lot of maybe not so uh, many huggable moments. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, there there there's some uh, grab you by the the back of the neck. And uh, I I remember one one time my freshman year, uh, we were practicing a play and I just needed to get three yards. And at the time I wasn't real big and I kind of danced around a little bit and he let loose in practice with it and said some things that I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe my dad just said that to me. I've never heard him say that. Period and now it's directed at me uh, to get a little <laughs> tougher and do what you're supposed tougher. to. do. But yeah, but uh, no, I mean, I, it, because they coached us when we were younger, it was it wasn't like a huge transition into high school with their coaches. Like that's what I thought. That that's what I knew. Like my dad's the coach, and yeah. so I, I wouldn't have changed it for anything. That I'll tell you that much. It was it was fun. It was fun.
0: Well, on my list of things and our uh, shared list that we kind of sent back and forth last night. We have several different things that involve them coaching and us being involved in some way. So we will rehash these things, I'm sure, more and more. But uh, uh, briefly about my dad, same thing you said. It it is a special privilege to have your dad as a coach, and you know it also is an advantage. You know, All right, you mentioned well nepotism. Well, I can put to bed any re- uh, any ideas anybody might have about whether or not Tyler Martin should have been the head or the quarterback. Uh, starting his freshman year i mean he was by far the best suited for the job and i think that bared out over the course of your career but uh but yeah you're a little worried that people are gonna you know think that about you that it's just because your dad is the coach um but one thing that having a dad who is a coach is you hear about the plays at home like you are prepared you get to go home with the coach so you know more about the offense than anybody else is going to because your dad's going to build you a snapping machine and a net with a tire hanging in front of it That and then spray paint on your yard the steps to the three-play offense and the 318 strong sweep pass and exactly how to do it so that by the time you play quarterback you already have an advantage and you're going to be that much better. So um, one quick story about my dad. Um, My dad was always in charge. Your dad was the same way. Um, They were, uh, they knew they were doing the right thing. They knew that they're the ones that are the best uh, suited to do the job that they were doing. And you either got on board or you got off the tracks. And so I'll never forget uh, a time when we first started the program here at St. Joe Christian school. Um, And we had these guys that weren't used to football, weren't used to athletics the way that dad does them. (laughs) And, Uh, I remember this guy, uh, he will remain nameless. Uh, I remember him raising his hand and telling dad at Choc Talk, uh, hey, uh, I'm not going to be able to be at practice tomorrow. And I remember dad looking up and saying, why will you not be at practice tomorrow? And he says, "Uh, I got to help set up for my girl's birthday party, my girlfriend's birthday party. And I remember just turning to Kevin, my older brother, going oh. I was like, I does he elbow him, wait till, when do you see this? Oh, man, he destroyed him. And he said it all in in good Christian language, you know, but at the end of it, I almost told you who it was. He raised his hand and he he says, I'll be a practice coach. (laughs) So anyway, I know you got a lot of stories like that. You know, having a dad, you know, being your coach and being a mentor at home and then also in that capacity, it is a special thing. And we were certainly lucky uh, to have that. And Tyler, I have a little surprise for you. Okay. I mean, I don't know, it's not like a birthday surprise or anything, but I want you to listen to this um, um, because um, we have waiting right now on the phone lines uh, somebody that um, I would like to quickly uh, interview. So get ready for this. Well, let's go ahead and bring onto the show, Tyler's dad, football coaching legend, Mark Martin. Uh, Coach Martin, is there anything you'd like to uh, uh, tell us about coaching Tyler? What was that
2: like? Oh man, that was, uh, that was great. And, uh, there were all kinds of different emotions, uh, that's tied to that. You know, when you're coaching your son, you know, the, the bad things sometimes seem worse and the good times are, are great, but it was, it was fantastic. We had a good run while he was there. Uh, we had a good, great bunch of kids. Um, and you know, it's, it's fun for me to see him be a a big part of it, but at the same time he wasn't wanting to be the 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 central focus like you know as, as you, and you know you had a dad for a coach he doesn't it, it's all about the team it's not about uh your children but it's about the team first and then seeing him develop and and get better and uh have all those uh, accomplishing what he has it's it's been real rewarding Do you have a quick story for us?
0: Uh, something that you remember from just, it could be from Tyler playing for you or just, you know, from him being at practice. Just, uh, we got like what, 20 seconds here. So what, what do you got for us regarding Tyler?
2: (laughs) It started, it all started out. I was coaching a, a, uh, all-star game and he comes out there and, uh, I look around and I see this little kid peeing in the grass and it's my son Tyler so that's where it started and from there he's water boy and, and all those uh, you know all those kinds of things And he, then he came and uh, he, you know when he can get him to that last game of the season you're undefeated and you are go undefeated for the season you know there's a special hug that's involved in that and not just him but all the kids that, on that team it was this special season as when we won the state title at, when he was quarterback and on the team so yeah that's uh we've we've had a lot of good moments that's for sure so
0: from the valley of ping on the football field at the all-star game as a child (laughs) to the mountaintop of the two of you winning a state championship (laughs) together uh, after a season of winning every game by 45
2: points or more
0: that sounds like quite the swing well uh coach martin we appreciate you taking some time to join us here today and uh, we'll talk to you later
2: okay take care see you
0: bye uh, interesting to me, Todd, that uh, you guys both mentioned that hug. That must have been one hug at the end of that state championship game. <laughs> it, it was.
1: It was. It was pretty special. It, um, I. I still remember it. Um, I, I remember everything about that day. But that that hug, and then there was a cool picture that was taken. Uh, my dad's brothers got to come to the game, um, and there, so there's and they were all athletes as well. And just like the family that was there. I mean, that's. He said it pretty well. It's, it's about the team and the team becomes a family and it takes, and, and now kind of here to shout out to my mom and my, and my wife that they have to understand and, and get on board with, Hey, there's a lot of times that, yeah, you wish that I was home or dad was home back then, but you know that they're doing what they're doing because one, they love it. And to two, 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 they're in it for the kids. And, and it, I love, I love being able to be at practice as you did too. When we were young growing up that, uh, I mean, I, I there's not been a fall that I haven't spent every practice day in a locker room since I was six um, from Chalk Talks and then out on the field, getting bags ready when I was little to, like I said, water boy and everything and then into playing. And ever since then, I've been in the locker room. So I'm glad now that I get to bring my kids as often as I can bring them over here and they get to be around it. And it's just special. Like they get to see what you do in, in, in the family atmosphere, at least that they that they brought when they were coaching. And now that we try to bring. Uh, at Grandview is, it's, it's, it's special. It's special. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I got to coach, um, dad and I got to coach together for 10 years when we came back, when I came back from college and then I was able to take over and as head coach for a while. And, and uh, my son got to be out there. And of course he didn't have, he didn't have three others like you did. You know, you had me and, and Kevin and Becky a lot of times go out there and kind of be – he's just sitting over there by himself a lot of times thinking, man, I'm a terrible dad. This poor kid's over here just sitting and waiting for practice to get over. But he loved it. And, um, and to this day, he still talks about being my assistant coach. So I have uh, also waiting on the line right now my dad to talk yes. about what it's like uh, to have coached me. Unfortunately, we're out of time, so we're going to have to save that one. We've already made this a jumbo episode, so we're going to go ahead and and, and let Dad know he'll have to call back at another time, and we'll deal with him uh, in his own little podcast at another time. So, uh, But I think what we've done here, Tyler, is we have proven that we do retain some things from our days of youth, and this has been one of, or some of, uh, the things that we remember. So Kansas Quarterback is a production of Jewel Media Podcasting Network, and it's also the only and before we go, we want to thank Tracy of Tracy Lindley Voiceovers for the way too professional audio. And of course, I would like to thank Tyler for clearing time in his busy schedule to talk about the marks of Midway, our dads. I got you in the middle of drinking water there. This is where you say parting words.
1: Oh, oh, this is my. Oh, that's right. That's you. uh Oh yeah! Next time, when we when we go over these notes, we really need to like time this out better and like a mark of midway, and then the other mark of midway. Yeah, we should have that, the first that, that mark and then. the
0: second mark of midway. But no, yeah, that's all good. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll use that audio later. It was four minutes anyway. He went way over time, so we you know, we need to probably figure out blame type for that. Yeah, it's all his fault. So, uh, but uh, well, that's enough of that. So for Tyler, I'm Steve, and this will probably be our last show. So so long. One down.
1: Okay, that surprise got to me.